Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Well, friends, Father Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to Praying for America. It is Monday, a Tuesday, September the 6th. It feels like a Monday. We all had hopefully a good uh, holiday weekend, Labor Day uh, weekend. And I hope you're rested and ready because exactly nine weeks from today is the midterm election day for the United States, November the 8th. Nine weeks. Today we launch a special period of prayer for the elections. And I want to give you right at the top of the show today the action item, and that is to go to electionprayer.com, electionprayer.com, and say that daily prayer for the uh, uh, for the election. And uh, we uh, invite you to uh, uh, participate fully. We'll be talking more about uh, that particular uh, prayer campaign in uh, tomorrow's broadcast. So a uh, big victory for President Trump and for America. That's what I want to talk about today. You've likely seen it over the news over the weekend, and we'll get into that. Uh, essentially, it has to do with the aftermath of this uh, raid on Mar-a-Lago. And really, this, impact, this impacts all of us. We have to understand what uh, the other side is trying to do against President Trump. First of all, they're doing it against him because they're doing it against you and me, what we stand for and what we believe our commitment to freedom, our commitment to life, our commitment to Judeo-Christian values that the other side considers uh, to be nothing more than oppression or discrimination. Uh, They're coming after him because they're coming after us. So what happened in this raid and what happens subsequently implicates us all because it talks about the direction that the country and those who are in power, and I put that in quotation marks, um, are, are think that they can do, think that they can do. It's real power, but we can get them out of power because of what will happen nine weeks from today. So I'm going to explain a little bit about what is this victory. Well, the victory is that as President Trump and his legal team have requested of the, uh, of the court, uh, 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 they have agreed to appoint what's called a special master. This would be a person probably a former judge, uh, who would be empowered with uh, looking in detail at every one of the items that was taken from Mar-a-Lago. And as an independent party, independent, looking at this material and asking, was it proper that this was taken? Should some of it be returned? Was, and this is going to be a key question in the whole thing, Was attorney-client privilege violated in the process? We'll get into all this. Let's begin, as we always do, however, with prayer, because on this program, we don't just comment on the news. We pray over the news. And we pray for each other. So also, in the comments, uh, uh, share your own prayer needs for yourself, for your family. Nothing is irrelevant. Nothing is unimportant. If it's important to you, it's important to us. If you want to share it, we'll all pray for you uh, as we have this program. So thanks so much for being with us. We're grateful to Getter. We're grateful to Right Side Broadcasting and all the other platforms that carry this program. The way I want to pray here tonight, we are talking about a a positive development, a, a, a victory, 
uh, for President Trump. Remember, you, we will be winning, winning, winning. We're going to win so much you're going to get tired of winning. Remember him always saying that. It continues to be true, right? He hasn't said we're going to stop winning. And uh, we do continue winning because we're on the right side. We're on the side of God. We're on the side of history. So we want to say a psalm here, Psalm 136, of praise and thanksgiving. But I want you to participate in it because after each of the refrains, you know the, you know the psalm, it says, His love endures forever. That's the response that you can give wherever you are right now. Just uh, say that part of the prayer whether to yourself or out loud, and uh, I'll go through uh, this uh, litany. Psalm 136, let us pray. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. His love endures forever. To Him who alone does great wonders, His love endures forever. Who by his understanding made the heavens, his love endures forever. Who spread out the earth upon the waters, his love endures forever. Who made the great lights, his love endures forever. The sun to govern the day, his love endures forever. The moon and the stars to govern the night, his love endures forever. To him who struck down the firstborn of Egypt, his love endures forever and brought Israel out from among them. His love endures forever. With a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, His love endures forever. To Him who divided the Red Sea asunder, His love endures forever. And brought Israel out from the midst of it, His love endures forever. But swept Pharaoh and his army into the Red Sea, His love endures forever. To Him who led His people through the desert, his love endures forever. Who struck down great kings, his love endures forever. And killed mighty kings, his love endures forever. Sion, king of the Amorites, his love endures forever. And Og, the king of Bashan, his love endures forever. And gave their land as an inheritance, his love endures forever. An inheritance to his servant Israel, his love endures forever. To the one who remembered us in our low estate, His love endures forever. And freed us from our enemies, His love endures forever. And who gives food to every creature, His love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of heaven, His love endures forever. Let us pray. Father Almighty, Lord of history, God of every nation, your love does endure forever because you are love and you are eternal. And forever too, Lord, is how you pour that love out on us, not by necessity, but by your choice. Your love is free to us. We did not earn it. We did not even ask for it. Your love, in fact, is what brought us into being in the first place. Lord, you did not have to create us, but you did. And you continue to pour out that love each and every day, each and every moment. If you stopped, Lord, pouring out your love upon us, we would cease to exist. If you stopped, Lord, in your infinite love, even for one second, America would not exist. The universe would not exist. 
the very fact that we are here is a testimony to your love before we consider anything else that's happening to us, within us, or around us. And so we rejoice and we give thanks for that love. Lord, we give thanks for the many, many victories that President Trump has won over all the years that you have allowed him to serve you and to serve this nation. And Lord, you have more for him to accomplish. So we look at this present victory, this latest development, as a very positive thing, a very significant thing for him and for America. Lord, we just, even as we just begin to unpack what this means, we give thanks to you and we ask you help us to understand the sometimes confusing developments that are going on around us and in our country. And help us, too, to do our part, to shine some light and to help our fellow citizens, our friends, our co-workers, our family members, our fellow believers in church. Help us to do what we can to enable them to understand not only what is going on, Lord God, but how it impacts us to help our fellow citizens to see that this is not just about what's happening to President Trump. This is not just about what's happening in some courtroom or some secret proceedings. It's not just about technical matters of the law or the Constitution. It's about our freedom. It's about how those in power will treat us. It's about what kind of nation our children will have, our grandchildren and those after them. It's about our future. It's about liberty. Lord, help us to grasp the significance of this moment and with all peace and calm, with charity for all and malice towards none, enable us to rise to the occasion and do our part. To make America great again. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Did you ever wonder, friends, what is it about making America great again? Just those words. That some people in our country right now have so much against. I mean, what is the alternative that they're after? Make America terrible? Oh, what is it that they want? What's in their heart? You know, somebody reminded me as we were looking again at that Biden speech from the other night, the speech from hell. And it looked like it too, didn't it? It's weird. That lighting scheme, the black and the red, it was weird. Scary. Somebody was saying to me, Father, remind them, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks biblical principle, right? Jesus said it. What you ponder in your heart, what you desire with your heart, what you value, that doesn't just stay in your heart. It ends up on your lips. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. That's a very important biblical principle. Because when you hear somebody, when somebody's madly in love with someone, they're talking about them all the time, right? Out of the abundance of the heart, The mouth speaks. You hear President Trump in his speeches, listen to the speeches. I tell those that, uh, some people I say, oh, well, I'm not sure what I think of him. Oh, well, I don't like him. I say, well, do you listen to him? 
You can listen to all his speeches. We've got them at PresidentTrumpRallies.com. You can find them on Right Side Broadcasting, on Rumble, and various other places. It's like, do you listen to him? Because when you see what he speaks about, he speaks about greatness. You know, we're getting ready for this Artemis launch. They've been working out technical problems. You know, NASA doesn't want to rush into these launches. That's that's not a good idea. Everything's got to be perfectly checking. You know, every single box has to be checked. Every single I has to be dotted. Every, every single T has to be crossed. There's nothing too small to go right because when something goes wrong, it can go wrong really big. So you look at these big rocket launches. We live right near the Space Center here. And so I get to watch these launches right from our back parking lot. And, um, you know, so the Artemis program is about to begin. And it was going to launch. There, been two, there were two days already scheduled for the launch, but, uh, but they were both postponed because uh, there's still some technical things that need to be fixed and repaired, some leaks that have to be uh, sourced out and fixed. But... They let them take their time, going to do it right, going to do it safely. But the bottom line is, the bigger picture here is, you remember back in 2020, we had a uh, manned uh, space launch, first one that had happened on American soil with American astronauts in a very long time. So President Trump came for the occasion as president at that time and uh, gave a beautiful speech at NASA, just a few miles from here, talking about what he always talks about, the greatness of the American spirit, which is a spirit of exploration, ingenuity, creativity, wonder, curiosity, determination, courage. How did we get to the moon? Back in 1969, how did we how did we have an American citizen set foot on the moon? How did we do that? How did we take this flag that you see behind me and plant it on the surface of the moon? Well, we did it with some pretty good technology and some pretty powerful equipment. But that technology and that equipment wouldn't have even been developed if it weren't for the vision and the courage and the determination and the big human spirit, which is the American spirit, saying we're going to conquer space, just like we conquered the West, just like the original explorers crossed the ocean. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of courage. So, I'm mentioning all this because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. President Trump says, look, we've got to get beyond speaking about hoaxes and fake investigations and charges and counter charges. And yeah, we've got to deal with this stuff. And he and his team are dealing with it, as we're talking about tonight. But my goodness, we got to be we got work to do. And this was the thing that you see his rally the other night. I hope you saw his rally from Pennsylvania. He had Dr. Oz there. Okay, he's got to win that Senate race in in Pennsylvania. Doug Mastriano, he's got to win that governor's race. And they will. Uh, The people of Pennsylvania, it's a great commonwealth. I've been up and down and across that 
that territory so many times over the years. I'll be going there again for the Pennsylvania March for Life on uh, September the 19th. And uh, we have some of our base of operations in Pennsylvania, as a matter of fact, for Priests for Life. So Doug Mastriano, Dr. Oz. Uh, in fact, let's, let's pause right now. Let's pray for that, for those two races in particular. Uh, Lord, we, we ask you to send your, your blessing right now upon, upon Pennsylvania, upon Dr. Oz and his team, upon Doug Mastriano and his team. Lord, put these men into office. They are America first, Trump-endorsed candidates. These are men who have the vision, the courage, the idealism, the spirit of America. They have it, Lord, because you have given it to them. Bless them, bless their team, bless the voters of Pennsylvania. May they put America first. May they see the path forward to turn this nation around. And may they vote to put Doug Mastriano in as governor and Dr. Oz in as senator and the many other good candidates up and down the ticket that will help to make America great, that will make Pennsylvania what it should be as well. Bless this race, O Lord. Bless these candidates. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. But I mentioned about the, you know, the rally that uh, President Trump just had there Saturday night. If you didn't see it, watch it. You can watch it on Right Side Broadcasting. You can watch it on my uh, website. Um, again, uh, PresidentTrumpRallies.com. But I reference that right now in talking about these, these developments because in it, in that, in that rally speech, you know, President Trump talked about it. It was his first rally uh, since the uh, Mar-a-Lago raid. And, of course, just days after the, the speech from hell that Biden gave. And... Uh, Interesting thing about President Trump's approach, he didn't get all distracted by it. He didn't get all embroiled in it. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't make him lose his focus. He addressed it. He dealt with it. But he in no way lost his focus. If they were trying to you know, get him off track or get him off his game, they did nothing of the sort. Because what he said in more ways than one during the speech was, hey, listen, we don't have time for this. We've got too much work to do. That's why we've got to get these good candidates into office. That's why we've got to get him back into the White House. We've got too much work to do to be messing around with, with, with stuff that's just nonsense. Okay, so what happened now with this Mar-a-Lago raid? The request has been granted to give President Trump and his legal team what's called a special master. This person will review the items that were taken in the raid, probably a former judge or someone with similar qualifications. Now, the master is yet to be chosen. Various suggestions are supposed to be submitted uh, to the court by September 9th. Um, but once all that process occurs... This person will review the items. Now, one of the things being looked at is, was, was attorney-client privilege violated? So President Trump has rights. And one of them, like we all do, if we have attorneys, the things said between an attorney and a client, that's privileged information. Nobody gets to know that. Nobody gets to see that. And 
that's something which might be contained in some of this paperwork. So that's like, hands off, give it back to him. There might be other things that are supposed to be returned, like his passports had to be returned, because they're outside of the scope of any reasonable warrant. Warrants, by the way, according to the Fourth Amendment, have to be very particular. What this also does, and this is part of the good news too, is that it stops the process of the DOJ and the FBI, you know, furthering some kind of investigation using these materials. The judge said, put a pause right here, right now. You got to pause the, the investigation because you might not be entitled to be using those materials in the first place. Okay, so that's what's going on. So this is very good. It introduces some measure of reasonableness in a very unreasonable situation, some measure of objectivity in a situation that's been very, very slanted, very, very partisan, unprecedented, that how a former president would be treated uh, as a political opponent. But here's the bottom line. You have to realize all this is fake. He didn't do anything wrong. The investigation is phony because there's nothing there. Brothers and sisters, this is just, these are the same people cut from the same cloth who weaponized the FBI and the FISA courts back at the very beginning of President Trump even seeking the presidency. Remember, they spied on the campaign. They tried to undertake a coup of a sitting president, spying on the campaign, spying on him in the White House, inventing the Russia collusion hoax, and then the first and the second impeachment hoax. This is all... It's all a scam. I told you on the first night when the Mar-a-Lago raid happened, you remember what I said back then? I said they've already accomplished everything that they want to accomplish. They First of all, A, because they want to distract from the absolutely disastrous things that the Democrats are doing to this country. But there's another level to that that I want to, that I want to tell you that you may well have heard from other commentators. And secondly, they want to do anything and everything they can to get as many low-information voters as possible to doubt whether they should support President Trump. He's going to run again. He's the one we should support. And the other side is absolutely terrified of him winning the White House again. And so they want to do everything possible, distract from the disastrous job the Democrats are doing, and so doubt about President Trump. See, it doesn't matter to the other side that they don't have a... They, there hasn't even been any allegation of any crime. They have nothing. But that doesn't matter to them. What matters is that they have people talking about, oh, could there be, could there be some crime here? Could there be even an indictment of President Trump? Could there be some charges brought against him? Could there be? And it's all a whole bunch of crap. It's, a, it's, it's nothing but innuendo, made up things, jumping to conclusions, inviting people to jump to conclusions, castles in the sky, figments of people's imagination, born of political hatred. That's all this is. But it ends up getting people's attention and, and driving the conversation and distracting them from the, what the Democrats are doing and distracting them. And here's the other point. 
from what they did. Because what has come out, and, and no doubt you've heard this from other commentators, and Cash Patel, whom I was with recently in, uh, at uh, CPAC, and, and, and assisted President Trump in national security matters, uh, made this clear that before he left office, he declassified a whole bunch of documents relating to the Russia collusion hoax. Because you have to understand, President Trump is a man of transparency. He's the most transparent president that we've ever had. His tweeting, which I liked, um, in fact, they have the books. You have the books, just the tweets. His tweets have been put into a, a four or five volume collection of books called Just the Tweets. Look it up. It's a, it's a great thing to have. Made him the most transparent president and transparent in many other ways as well. You knew what he was thinking. You knew what he wanted. You knew how he was feeling. I want to know what my president is thinking. Okay. And uh, so in the spirit of transparency and also in his fighting spirit, fighting back, pushing back against his enemies who want to destroy him, he declassified documents showing, showing the immoral, unethical, illegal, unprecedented, un-American activity of the other side in trying to suggest that there was Russian interference in the election. Because all they were trying to do is trying to make some excuse for the, the, the embarrassing defeat of Hillary Clinton in the 2016 election. But the pro- fact of the matter is that it's a very, very um, damaging uh, set of documents, not to President Trump. He didn't do anything wrong. They did. That's what this is about. That's one of the only things that makes sense of any of this. That they knew full well he had documents there that implicate the Democrats, implicate Hillary Clinton, implicate the other side in all this nonsense about the Russia collusion hoax, which was proven to be false. And they don't want these documents out to the public. President Trump does. That's why he declassified them. Because the public has a right to know all these things. Okay. Right now, it's an asymmetrical link, uh, leaking going on. You notice what's happening? That one part of the narrative is, oh, oh, hush, hush, hush. Nobody, we know we can't see anything heavily redacted affidavit. We can't tell you what's going on. It's an ongoing investigation, but it's asymmetrical because you see, if you're going to do it that way, because you say, oh, well, there's a process that has to be worked out and it's got to go through the investigation. Okay. Yeah. But if they really believed that they'd keep their mouth shut, but they don't keep their mouth shut. They selectively asymmetrically leak things that Different little pieces, that that photo, that staged photo, all the documents laid out, some of which were just covers, they were empty. But it make it look like, again, they're looking to get the low information voters to have no desire to support uh, President Trump. This is what they're doing by asymmetrically leaking things that are damaging to him, but then not saying anything about the rest of the story that could defend his standing and his position. Oh, but oh, no, no. When it comes to that, no, we can't say anything because it's an ongoing investigation. This this is such garbage from beginning to middle to end. The sooner everybody realizes that, the better. They have no standing, brothers and sisters, to bring anything against President Trump, whether in terms of indictment or anything else. They don't. There's no way that this, this can be because the President of the United States 
is the ultimate authority for classified documents. It's classified for him, for the commander-in-chief to be able to see what only he is supposed to see and the inner circle of people who are supposed to make critical decisions for the nation. And they have to be free. The other thing we have to understand here is, first of all, he didn't do anything wrong. And the other side has no case here to bring anything against him because he's the ultimate arbiter of what he gets to classify or declassify, of what is a presidential record versus what is a personal document, of what he takes. Remember, he was using Mar-a-Lago as president. And, and, and when he's a former president, former presidents get a staff that have security clearance. They keep their top security clearance for the rest of their lives. They have secret service assigned to them and to protect them and the documentation that they have in their office of the former president. So this all this material is already highly guarded by the secret service. It's not like it's sitting out there on whatever it is. First of all, we don't know what it is. Again, all this innuendo, the figments of the imagination, jumping to conclusions. It's not like you got documents being thrown on the street corner. I've been to Mar-a-Lago many times. You, you, you see a lot of Secret Service the moment you get anywhere near the place. These people are sick. They, 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 they want to play on our imaginations, as if we're, you know, some kind of stupid kids. This whole thing is so, I'm telling you, this is, a, this is very, very uh, uh, angering kind of stuff going on here. It's nonsense. All right. And even if, first of all, the other side, they continue to underestimate the backlash of support for President Trump that they are engendering by all this garbage. And supposing, even if somebody is indicted, doesn't prove they did anything wrong. It's the suspicion of a crime doesn't prevent somebody like that, doesn't prevent, even if somebody is charged, doesn't prevent them from running for president, doesn't prevent them from winning. Remember, the criteria for running for president are set out in the Constitution. You can't tamper with that. That's the highest law of the land. They're set. There's only a handful of them. And President Trump meets all of them. He's going to run. He's going to win. And the other side is not going to get away with any of this garbage. But the sooner that you and I and our friends and neighbors and coworkers and relatives and fellow believers understand and see through this garbage for what it is, and just about all of you do, the better off we'll be. So friends, let's pray. Let's continue to pray for this whole uh, situation. Uh, Father, we are seeing what is unfolding here, and Lord, we are grateful once again that... Uh, that President Trump's team will be given the assistance of this independent reviewer, this special master, who will look at these things with, a, with an eye towards, uh, towards what is right, Lord, not towards what is partisan or simply the matter of a political attack, but with the objective eyes of, of the law and the Constitution and the rights, the rights of everyone involved 
And Lord, again, we, we, we pray for the protection of our rights, because if they can do this to President Trump because he's a political opponent, well, then what can they do to other candidates or potential candidates? What can they do to us who support these candidates and support President Trump? Lord, it's our freedom that's on the line. And it's our freedom that we ask you to protect. It's the freedom of our children. It's their reputations that are on the line. And it's them we ask you to protect. And Lord, we have seen in the midst of all of this, all the events that have happened over these last seven, eight years in regard to President Trump and his enemies, we have seen the approach, Lord God, that they take. Namely, that they will attack his support team, that they will attack his associates, that they will try to intimidate his attorneys, that they will try to discourage his his cabinet members, and all the people, Lord, that rally around him, that they, they will try to defame his political supporters. Lord, we are implicated in this. And we see the strategy of the other side. Even if they know they cannot do anything to President Trump directly, by trying all these things, they will try to scare those of us who are around him. Lord, we come to you in prayer right now asking for the spiritual strength and courage as we stand up and say, we will not let that happen. We will not be intimidated. We are filled with your spirit, spirit of freedom, a spirit that enables us to understand, a spirit that enables us to speak, a spirit that enables us to stand with what is right, to do what is right, to live as free people, and to support the kind of leadership that we believe in. People can disagree what kind of leadership they want. But this intimidation, this smear campaign, this cannot be allowed in America. So bless the process, Lord, and bless us. And may we fight for freedom everywhere, at every level, and for everyone that it implicates. And we bring our prayers now together, O oh God, using the words you taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. You know, I, 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 I want to thank some people because in the midst of all this, you know, I'm giving you these reflections and throwing in some thoughts of my own, but it's all built, built on things that we've all heard from uh, the real experts in these areas. And, and I want to thank people like, uh, uh, like my friend Sebastian Gorka and uh, uh, Dan Bongino, Cash Patel, uh, some of these, uh, Alan Dershowitz, some of these great uh, uh, commentators, uh, uh, legal experts, security experts, constitutional experts that have been guiding us through and will continue to guide us through this whole thing as it unfolds. I hope you're listening to them and people like them as well. Uh, and uh, we have gotten just so much good information. All of us have benefited from it, will continue to benefit. So thank you, patriots and experts out there who are 
who are commenting on uh, all of this. And thank you, friends, for joining with me as we not only discuss the news, but pray over it as well. God bless you. We will talk to you again soon. Connect with me on social media at FR Frank Pavone and uh, connect with Right Side Broadcasting as well, RSB Network. Make sure you're on Getter. Make sure you're on Truth Social. And uh, we'll be back with you tomorrow for more commentary and prayer. God bless you. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.